Welcome to Living Life. As we're looking at Psalm 105, we're reminded that God's people are a chosen people. And this psalm, as the people are reciting it and singing it, it's as if God is saying to them, and don't you forget it, that they are called and chosen. And so this is just a good time as we look at this psalm to just remember what God has done for us throughout our history. And then for the people of God, for them, it's a way for God to say to them once more, I am your God and you are my people. And as they sing this great Psalm 105, it's like they're affirming that and saying, yes, you are our God and we are your people. So singing this, studying it, should produce a thankful heart in us. And it also should remind us that we are called to live as God's people. And so where we have not done God's will completely, cheerfully, without hesitation, we should confess that. And because we want nothing more than to know God and make him known. Well, let's keep that in mind as we have today's passage read. Psalm chapter 105, verses 37 through 45. He brought out Israel, laden with silver and gold, and from among their tribes no one faltered. Egypt was glad when they left, because dread of Israel had fallen on them. He spread out a cloud as a covering, and a fire to give light at night. They asked, and he brought them quail. He fed them well with the bread of heaven. He opened the rock, and water gushed out. It flowed like a river in the desert. For he remembered his holy promise given to his servant Abraham. He brought out his people with rejoicing, his chosen ones with shouts of joy. He gave them the lands of the nations, and they fell heir to what others had toiled for, that they might keep his precepts and observe his laws. Praise the Lord. As we're looking at Psalm 105, this great historical psalm, we're just reminded that God is the one who brought his people out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. And so as we look at this passage, we can see how God has demonstrated the fact that he has provided for his people and sustained them even in that time in the wilderness. Now, there's another psalm, Psalm 46, that I think is very appropriate for the people of God during this time to have recalled. For the first verse says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in time of trouble. Well, when the people were in the wilderness and when they were also in Egypt, they were, they were in trouble. 
and they needed God to be their refuge and strength, a very present help. Now, that psalm also goes on to, towards the end in verse 10, God speaks and he says, Be still and know that I am God. Now, that is very important for the people of God to do, to, in a sense, cease striving, let go, relax, and know that God is God. He will provide, just like we read about in this psalm of how God provided for his people in the wilderness. He gave them their food and also their drink and watched over them every step of the way as they entered the promised land. Now, in Psalm 46, after God said, Be still and know that I am God, he said, I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. And so, yes, God will be exalted. And as the people of God made their way through the wilderness, came into the promised land, we can see clearly that really one thing they were was a lesson book to the nations so that people could see who God is and how we, his people, are to relate to him. Now back to Psalm 46, the very last verse is the refrain, and it says, The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. And I just love the way that that psalm ends because we're reminded that God is, he's the Lord of all that's out there even all the angelic beings and everything, the Lord of hosts is with us. And then the God of Jacob, just an individual, is with us. So yes, as we've made our way through Psalm 105, we can see that God has been with Abraham when he made that covenant with him. And then how he was with Isaac and Jacob and Joseph and how God then used Moses to bring the people out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. Now, in this psalm, in our text, we see that in verse 40, that God's word says that they asked, this is the people of God in the wilderness, they asked and he brought them quail. He fed them well with the bread of heaven. So yes, we can see that God provided for his people. He sent manna to the people day after day. God miraculously fed them, sustained them, provided for them. And I can't help but think about Jesus. In the New Testament, he said, I am the bread of life. And so, yes, we turn to him knowing that he is the source of our life and he provides for us and he sustains us. And then back to Psalm 105, the very next verse, verse 41, says that God opened the rock and water gushed out. It flowed like a river in the desert. And so here we can see that God was providing even the water and miraculously 
through a rock. Well, again, we can turn to Jesus and we see that he said that he was the living water. And he said that to the woman at the well. And so, yes, I believe that we can taste and see that the Lord is good. And that's the way it should be throughout our life with the Lord. But we do know, as we look at the people of God out there in the wilderness, and we know in our own lives that we don't always follow God's will. But that's what we're to do as we remember the history. So that's why the very last verse here in Psalm 105 says that all of this was that they may keep his precepts and observe his laws. I'm reminded of then what happened to the people of God who when they went into the promised land that they didn't always do God's will. And there had to be the prophet Jeremiah who God spoke through him in Jeremiah chapter 2. And God said that my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living water, to hew for themselves cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water. Oh, how sad it is when we see in history where God's people turned away from their Lord, turned away from the fountain of living water, and they then turn to other things that would be likened to a broken cistern. And a broken cistern only provides muddy, yucky water, that which will never satisfy. I just want to encourage you today to really stay faithful and close to the Lord. He is the bread of life. He is the fountain of living water. He wants to give you that kind of life. So let's taste and see that the Lord is good. And let's do so to God's glory and our joy. As we close today, I just want to encourage you to bless the Lord as you consider how He has been faithful to you. And we can start by saying, Blessed be the Lord. And then as we've looked at Psalm 105, of course we can say, Blessed be the Lord who was there with Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Moses, Aaron, the people of God in the wilderness, and then as they went into the promised land. And for us, we can say, Blessed be the Lord who has been with us in our own road of transformation. Let's pray. Father, we just want to pause and say thank you for the way that you have been writing your story on the pages of our lives. Help us, Lord, to be mindful of who you are and what you do for us. We thank you and praise you. In Christ's name, amen. For a single soul, the chin of the world is the pig in prosa. See,